Excelsior, everyone. It's Stan here. The podcast is doing a special miniature episode about just all the just fantastic Marvel news that has dropped. So without further ado, let's get into the Infinity Watch podcast. my gosh I, I was not expecting a stan lee voice <laughs> i didn't know what else to do oh my gosh i love I, I don't think i've done my stan lee voice i think i retired it i since, think yours is much died. better than mine can we hear a little I, bit I'm trying to think of how it goes hey true believers stan lee here <laughs> you gotta like really like have a lot of spit in the back of your throat yeah to kind of do it. yeah i think i go a little too new york like like you hit the r's on the believers i'd be like hey true believers it's like <laughs> really get that new york in yeah there. yeah it might be a little too much i don't know if the marvel movies are gonna be any good anymore because i'm not alive so who's gonna cameo in them true oh my goodness r.i.p <laughs> stanley we are back we said last week that we wouldn't be back this week uh, psych. and you know that was just a uh yeah we we're just tricking you guys that you'd be super excited <laughs> when this episode pops up in your podcast feed Welcome to the Infinity Watch podcast. As Stan the Man told us, this is a special episode um, to talk about a surprise trailer that Marvel Studios dropped this week. So we are we are still considering this episode 17, season two of the podcast. Um, my name is Tommy. I'm here with my deliciously, deliciously, hmm, what word should I use? Deliciously delicious co-host Eric. Wow. I got nothing. I was I was trying to think of something really special. Was, was I voluptuous the other week? You were voluptuous, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm just trying to keep it, you know, I want people to keep guessing which adjective I'll use. Yeah. I mean, week, I certainly so. never know. <laughs> and you know what? I, I will say for the audience and for you, I just come up with it on the spot. I never plan it at all. I'm just like, what am I feeling today? And uh, this week was the first week that I think I, I bit I bit a little bit too much off. <laughs> Too much, too too much that I could I couldn't chew it, but uh, deliciously delicious. There we go. I'll accept are. it. So, all right, so um, this episode will be a little bit different than our normal format, um, but the main topic that we want to talk about is a little trailer that Marvel Studios dropped. It's it's about three minutes long, and it's called Marvel Studios celebrates the movies. Woke up this week, and this was just you know sitting sitting at the top of my my social media feeds and I was like, "Huh. What is this? A little breakfast that our Lord and Savior Kevin Feige has made for us?" And you know what I did? I didn't even watch it. I was like, "Maybe this is just like a little a little gag reel." And then after yeah. I I did some meetings at work and I was like, "Maybe I should watch that." And then I was like, "Holy shit." <laughs> How did I not watch this first thing in the morning? Um before we start talking about it, Eric, uh what were your thoughts kind of the whole surprise of this this trailer draft this week i had the same reaction i was like oh yeah i mean this is gonna be nothing i don't care so yeah i also did not watch it when i saw it initially and then what made me watch it was i saw a headline or something of uh like marvel announces black panther 2 title via 
whatever like real and i was like wait what was that the thing i didn't watch earlier <laughs> like excuse me uh what yeah and come to find out it was that and and much more you know what i think that might have been the same thing maybe that prompted me to because i was like i saw like uh black widow 2 trailer or title release and i was like huh black panther you mean oh yeah black black panther yeah slightly different um and i was like maybe i should go watch that and so yeah it's it was kind of inconspicuously dropped there uh, which was interesting but i want to kind of start off from the beginning um once again it's called marvel studios celebrates the movies and this this trailer kind of encapsulates what we would kind of consider phase four of the marvel cinematic universe even though I think we're slowly drifting away from the time period in which these are phases yeah. uh, because there's so much shit going on. And I mean that in the best way possible. Um, but I will say that watching this trailer made me really emotional, like yeah. really, really emotional. Um, it opens up with Stanley. He has, he has a monologue in this. I'm just going to say like the first couple sentences. Cause it just, I wasn't expecting Stanley yeah. Um. And so that hit me hard. But he says, I love being with people. It's the most incredible thing in the world. That world may change and evolve. But the one thing that will never change, we are all part of one big family. And I was like, oh, oh, oh boy. You know, like the pandemic's <laughs> been going on. Everyone feels so disconnected from everybody. And um, I know, Eric, you're not like a a cinema type of person going to the movies type of person but that was a really big theme of this trailer um and so uh that hit me really hard too because it's like those those moments in the movie theater always give me goosebumps but so we have this we have basically like a clip show going on of scenes from the mcu you know from like the last decade plus uh you know 20 plus mcu movies and then it stops for a second and we see an audience reaction clip from Avengers Endgame when the portals start opening up for the first time. You hear on on your left uh, and Cap says Avengers Assemble and like everyone loses their minds. Um, and it's just, oh, just like goosebumps. Um, <laughs> I know as like a theater person like that, going to see Avengers Endgame and Avengers Infinity War for that. I mean, any Avengers movie, but especially those last two in theaters was just like crazy because everyone in there is just so fucking excited. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's not something we've got to experience in, in a little bit now. Yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's for sure. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> what's funny is like, even just now hearing you say like, it was really focused on the cinema experience I guess that's just like, I didn't get that at all, really. <laughs> like, I just, uh, but it's probably just because I don't care about the cinema experience. So I, I just got, um, like, like, I, it, it was, it was equally as powerful, I guess, whether or not you're a big movie person or not, I, I, I would say. Um, because I also, uh, got kind of emotional when I, when I watched it. And, yeah, seeing despite the fact that I don't that I don't love being at the theater, I still really enjoy those clips of people going ballistic. Like it's still yeah, just like no, feel good stuff. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I wanted to ask you, what is 
out of all the Marvel movies you've seen in the theater, what is the moment that that what's the biggest audience reaction you can remember or what's the one that you like the most? Um, so yeah, I mean, I've seen every single Marvel movie on premiere day, um, at, at like the earliest release possible. Um, for most of them, every single one I've seen, at least on the day it's come out, like I'm like really, really hyped when these movies come out and I love going to the theaters to see them. Um, Unlike Eric, you know, which I totally get, I am a rewatcher. I go to the theaters several times. It's nuts. <laughs> I saw the first Avengers movie five times in the theaters. I saw wow. Captain Marvel six times. That's the most I've ever seen a movie in theaters, um, which is nuts. Um, but I would say there's two moments that stick out: one good and one bad. Um, that I kind of want to I want to tell stories about. I went to go see. Um, the very first Captain America movie, Captain America, the first Avenger in theaters. And this is when the 3d hype was like really big. Oh, and so yeah. it, it's like a midnight release. I was there with my cousin and my, and my friend Chuck and this was bizarre. Okay. The movie started and I swear to God, the only way the 3d would work is if you turned your 3d glasses completely upside down. Oh no. <laughs> And still to this day, I have no idea how that makes any sense, but like it would look really fucking weird. And then you take like, you know, normal ass glasses, flip them completely upside down, which like obviously is not comfortable. And then it would look fine. So like midnight show, they start the movie and everyone's complaining, complaining. We're like, we have to go like find someone and like talk to them like a manager or something like this isn't working. They play like the first 20 minutes of the movie and they're like, okay, okay, we're going to stop the movie restarted up to fix it and then started over. They started it over three times to try and fix it. <laughs> and it's still by the third time it didn't work. And so we just watched the entire movie with, for me, I had glasses on and I had 3d glasses upside down in front of my glasses. <laughs> oh my God. And I watched the first 20 minutes or so of captain America, the first Avenger three times in theaters. Wow. Before we could watch the whole movie. And this one lady, I can't remember exactly what she said. She's like, this is fucking ridiculous. Like, I hate this shit. She was all mad because obviously it was frustrating. Yeah. And uh, my, my friend Chuck's like, don't let the door hit you on your way out. And she like started coming back up and she was going to like fight him or something. And like <laughs> this guy was like trying to pull her. It was wild. And so that was the weird experience for sure. Um, but to answer your question, when – I saw Avengers for the very first time. So this is midnight on the release. So the, the first available time slot you could go see this. This is before they started letting you see it at like 7 or 8 in the evening. Yeah, right? You had yeah. to go at midnight. First of all, I was exhausted. I had worked that day. Um, some friends and I, we all dressed up as different Avengers. I dressed up as Hawkeye, I think. Um, it was super nerdy. But everyone there was super hyped. I want to shout out. My friend Matt Beyer, we, uh, <laughs> who I'm in a band with, we, we all dressed up as like Avengers. They were all very not super good costumes. We didn't know what Matt was going to do. He was supposed to dress up as Iron Man, right? So, I remember this. This was amazing. Okay, so the entire theater is full of people dressed up in like cosplay and shit, and everyone's all excited. And <laughs> he's the last one of us to show up. 
and he turns the corner into the theater. He is wearing like Walmart style maroon sweatpants and a crew neck sweater. <laughs> okay. He has on just like the little kid sized Iron Man mask that you get in like the toy aisle. <laughs> but he walks in, he pulls the mask down, and he has one of those circular tap lights that you like, you tap it, it turns on, you tap it, it turns off. Duct tape to his chest. <laughs> He's wearing. Iron Man underoos on top of his sweatpants, and he just pulls the mask down and then taps his chest, and the entire theater <laughs> goes nuts. It's basically like the junkiest, in the funniest way, Iron Man cosplay I've ever oh, seen. Oh man, what a legend! And he he basically got a standing ovation in the theater. It was it was amazing. Like just the energy was awesome. But uh, no, yeah, during the movie. Uh, it was almost hard at times to hear some of the one-liners uh, or lines after big sequences because the audience went fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like any anytime anything happened, people went fucking crazy because this is the first time you see all these characters together. We're used to it now. But back then, you know, we just had all these these single movies leading up to this. This was so unprecedented. And obviously, The Avengers was a crazy huge success, like just, you know, universally loved uh, when it came out and whatnot. And, and it did things that that had never been done before. And so that first time seeing Avengers in theaters, just at times I was like, what, what, what happened? Um, you know, because people are, are screaming, they're jumping up. Um, and then the, the one thing I always remember is, you know, there's the after credit scene, right, in Avengers where we see thanos turn around and smile and i just remember hearing this guy go oh shit it's hellboy and <laughs> i'll never forget that <laughs> oh man <laughs> holy shit that's really good yeah. oh shit oh, my it's gosh. hellboy just amazing yeah just, just there's certain things that like you know i'll always have that um, moment in my head that's i can so hear that great. guy's voice in my sleep that's so fucking great yeah, I love that shit. It's just there's um, it's there's there's so many memories. I mean, it's been, there's been over twenty movies, yeah. and I've seen all of them at least twice in the theaters. Um, and so you know, some of them, I, you know, when my brother got married, he's Chris, who's been on the podcast. Uh, he got married the weekend Guardians of the Galaxy came out. Oh, really yeah. threw a loop in my plan, but we uh, we found a theater that was playing Guardians of the Galaxy up north uh, in Michigan, so we were able to do that. Um, you know, I've seen them all over the place, but it's, it's been great. Do you have any, any, any memories or moments that stick out from, from seeing MCU films? Yeah, I think so. The one there's one, and I don't know why, but it just sticks in my head the most. Um, it was, believe it or not, it was during age of Ultron. And, and I think that my theater had kind of a unique experience because I've talked to other people and other people have told me that their theaters like laughed at this almost like it was a joke but my theater the moments after vision is like alive and they're in whatever like tony sark's apartment or whatever and um thor is talking to him and they're deciding whether or not vision's like a good guy or a bad guy and vision kind of gives them the speech and he's like look like we got to go take care of this and 
when it shows him just nonchalantly picking up Mjolnir and handing it to Thor, my entire theater literally gasped. They like they were like, oh, oh my god! And it and it just like just because it's like everybody understood the implication of like that doesn't fucking happen. <laughs> like you can, you don't just pick up Mjolnir. Um, and and it's like I'm so glad. Like I don't think that moment would have been nearly as impactful if like people had laughed. But it's like not a single. There wasn't a giggle. Like it was just pure shock. And I, I, I that's one that I will never forget. It's just like. That's such a cool moment to me um, for that you know, reason. It's, it's the same with, with concerts and stuff too. It's just, I, I think for me, especially like just having that same vibe and energy across a lot of people. Um, it's just so cool. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's so cool that, that I think the Marvel cinematic universe has taken people along this journey and, and a lot of people from, you know, that aren't just like super nerdy people. Yeah. Um, like we are. And so it's like the fact that you have kind of like regular, regular movie goers like gasping at, at Thor's hammer being picked up by someone else. Right. is so cool to right. me. And, and that you're able to kind of all share in that. I know like going to the theater can be a pain in the ass. And then sometimes there's people that ruin it for you. You have to go through all this process. Um, I will say I'm glad now that, we have assigned seats in theaters. Um, yeah. You know, I, I j- just just having you ask me this question, I'm thinking about the Avengers and a lot of the other movies. Like I had to go to that like four five, six hours early. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And insane. then, you know, when they start letting people in, it's just like a mad rush. And, and I love now I just, you know, I have it set up. I buy tickets really early and then I just walk in like two minutes before the movie starts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just just seeing it, seeing movies on premiere nights and stuff like that, I I really really enjoy that. Um, it was nice just just seeing that. I wasn't expecting that clip to show up in this trailer. Yeah, but, um, it was super cool. And so we see that audience reaction to Avengers Endgame. Can we before we then, continue on from this? Did you find it weird? I thought it was kind of a very. Um interesting move that the marvel bigwigs allowed like that's pirated content like that only exists because someone was pirating their movie (laughs) i'm pretty sure that was i thought it was someone's footage from marvel studios because i think we've seen that footage before but it's Um, in a theater right it's in a dark theater it was probably at the premiere. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, you're right. You're right. It's it's basically like a bootleg video yeah. of a theater. But I think it was like kind of like a planned thing by maybe the Russo brothers or something. They wanted to see everyone's reaction and film it. Um, I can't remember whose it was, but I, I feel like I remember seeing that video before after uh, Avengers Endgame came out. I mean, I've definitely seen that video, but I I I never thought it had any connection to legit marvel <laughs> like I, I thought it was just straight yeah. up just uh i mean there's a million like theater reaction videos on youtube i i just assumed it was one of those this trailer to me was really disney and marvel's way um of of telling people that they're still committed to movies film cinema and theatrical releases um, there was multiple lines that they were like, we'll see you at the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think there's a lot of concern among people in that industry and, and you know, studios and stuff like that, that movie theaters are no longer going to be relevant. They have all these these shows coming out 
um, that obviously are going straight to Disney Plus. But this trailer to me was really them saying, we have all these shows and everything, but we are still committed to theaters and releasing things in theaters and having movies be an experience beyond just something that you watch. Um, and so I think that's that's my guess as to why they included that. All right. So, um, so following that clip, we kind of go into the Marvel Studios intro that we see in front of all of their productions and then their fanfare. And then we basically jump into uh, mini movie trailers for basically all these confirmed dates that are going to come out. So I guess um, let's walk through them one by one, and then we'll we'll see if we have any any comments for each one. Obviously, the first up, Black Widow, July 9th, 2021. Um, and I guess let me just say before we go through all these dates too, it feels like the fact that they released this trailer, it makes me feel a lot more confident in the dates that that they put out there now too. Like I I can't see a, a an instance in which like Shang-Chi or Eternals or Spider-Man get moved this year now. Yeah. It seems like that would be wild. Yeah, I I I completely agree with that. I I don't think there are going to be any more major delays. Which is kind of crazy because we are in the fifth month of the year and there are four movies that are going to come out in the next seven months. And that's wow. just the movies. Yeah. So let's go through them all and then, and then we'll talk about everything else that wasn't even included in this trailer. Um, so let, let's go through it. So Black Widow, July 9th, 2021. Um, I think this is probably likely the last big footage that we'll get for this movie. Um, nothing really crazy that we haven't seen in the trailers that already exist, I don't think. Yeah, I didn't, um, I didn't even – didn't even – if it was new, I don't care and didn't notice. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, same. I, I, I really – I will say as – you know, I love going to the movie theater, but I hate I hate trailers. I'm an anti-trailer person at this point. When when the new stuff comes out, I, I tend to just watch like the teaser trailer once. Um, and even that I just like, that's the minimum or the, the most I'll do because it just, I feel like I start building ex expectations and thinking about the story too much and it drives me crazy. Um, so I try not to watch them, but next up, so we go from July 9th to September 3rd of this year, Shang-Chi and the legend of the 10 rings. I think everything here was straight out of the trailer that we got in the last couple of weeks. So nothing new there. No, I think there were a few new shots. This, this one I shots? did notice wow. new shots because I watched that Shang-Chi trailer a bunch of times because I loved it. And then, uh, yeah, there's... Nah, it's hard. I don't have it up. I probably should, and it's hard to describe. But no, I think there. I think there's one or two very brief uh, new shots. I don't know if we saw Aquafina in the car in the... Oh, that's right. In yep, the trailer. Yep, that was a new shot. Um, You're right. But... God, couldn't be, could not be more stoked for that movie. How, I mean, like, if you're going to name yourself after a, a water bottle brand, why would you choose the worst one? I, you know, because it's awkward and she's Aquafina. Yeah, I, I guess. guess uh, I, I just hate Aquafina as, as a yeah, drink. No, you're, like Aquafina. yeah, you're right. Ice Mountain or whatever the fuck forever. I don't even I don't even Ice know. Mountain. I mean tap water forever, really, but 
I'm more of a Fiji water kind of wow, guy. Wow, so you're rich, no, rich I, over there. Okay. <laughs> I hate that. No, what is it? Uh, this is all, I'm not going to talk about water bottle brands. Okay, <laughs> so the big thing here is we go from September to November 5th of this year. We get our first footage of Eternals. Oh, baby. What did you think? Um, Looks, it it from these very brief shots... It certainly doesn't look like it's going to be the disaster I was hope or not hoping, fearing, fearing. Um cuz these shots look very good. Uh I mean there's nothing to them really. Like they don't tell us anything at all. Uh Yeah, you can't really tell what the story's about at all. Yeah. Um They were saying there's like a there's like a shot where they're on the beach and the sun is going down. And Kevin Feige was saying that there's no special effects on that whatsoever. It's just like really good camera work. And then just like a beautiful scenery, which was kind of nuts to me. Yeah, yeah. It's um I mean it looks visually it looks great so far. So I am uh I'm slightly less feeling slightly less dire about that about that movie. You know, and it and it can't hurt that the <laughs> that the director that just won uh best director and best picture at the Oscars is directing this movie too. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, you know, say what you will about the Oscars. I know it's not always the best movie doesn't always win best picture, but that, that can't be a bad thing. Uh, is I guess my point. Yeah. For so sure. really super exciting to see footage there. I still have no idea what the fuck this movie's about. Uh, but I kind of like that actually. It's nice that, uh, you know, you can be like a super mega nerd and, and still not, you know, know exactly what's going to happen. So I love it. Yeah. All right. Um, we see the title card for Spider-Man No Way Home, which will be coming out December 17th um, this year. So those are the four movies, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, and Spider-Man No Way Home, all coming out within six, five, six months of each other, almost five months. Yeah. Yeah, about five months of each other, we're going to get four movies. That's fucking wild, dude. It's absolutely insane. Doesn't make any sense in my brain, but I'm excited for it. All right. We move on to 2022. The first movie of 2022 is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, March 25th. And let me just say, title-wise, I love how it's Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, I just is like it? That. I didn't even realize that, I guess. Yeah, I, d- I just like how they titled that rather than it, than it just being like Doctor Strange colon multiverse of madness or something it just feels more comic-y in a cool way i guess i don't know yeah so that's march 25th great logo there um then shortly after that on may 6th 2022 thor love and thunder another really cool just title card that i thought looked really really fun and cool the big one um i think that caught both of our attention is that july 8th 2022 we got black panther wakanda forever yeah Bay. how what the fuck are they gonna do yeah I, I was very surprised to see it coming so soon i guess that one i that one i wouldn't be shocked if it got delayed let me retract my statement from earlier it's just i i still like i don't know i just don't know I don't know how that's going to work. 
like they said that they're not going to recast. Is that what it was? I can't remember if they confirmed that or not. Yeah, that's confirmed. Uh, that's confirmed. Oh, I don't know if they said they weren't going to recast. I thought, oh, no, I think they said they, yeah, they weren't going to recast T'Challa. Um, yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm relatively right, sure. So it's true. just, I don't know. I'm really scared about this. I'm happy that Ryan Coogler is still writing and directing it. It's really interesting, too, because there was the reports out that Ryan Coogler would also be working on a Disney Plus series related to Wakanda. Um, oh, okay. So it's cool that he's doing all that. It's just I I was shocked to see this as soon as it is, as it is because it's like a little over a year from now um, that we're, we'll be getting that Black Panther sequel. Um, I will say, you know, just speaking frankly about this movie – is that, you know, if you look at how Fast and the Furious happened when, when there was a death within that franchise, like, movies after actors die go crazy at the box office. Just go crazy. And so it'll really be interesting to see how fans react to this movie and whether they see it as a tribute to Chadwick Boseman or, um, you know, I'm really, really interested to see how they handle this because I feel like... It's not an easy, you know, nut to crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I'm back. I originally thought this, and then I kind of went away from it. I think that they got to make Shuri the new Black Panther. And and I, uh, I kind of feel like they'd be foolish not to. Um, but we will see. I'm what I my fear. I just don't. My, I don't want to have like another movie where it's like I'm becoming the monarch of this place kind of movie, you know. But would you rather have that or like my fear is they're going to? It's gonna be like actually there's like five Black Panthers now, and I'm not gonna lie, I would fucking hate that. I think. You know, like honestly, I want them to recast T'Challa. Like that's that's what I would want. I feel like there's just so much T'Challa story to tell and it really sucks that like this happened. Obviously, obviously to Chadwick Boseman, it really like we lost like a great, a great person and a great actor. Uh, but within the context of the MCU and the characters too, it's just like, he's like a really strong character. And so it, it, it's really unfortunate that like we don't get more of that story as well. Yeah, no, Totally. But I do think I do think that it's like I mean T'Challa's only a great character because they wrote him to be a great character. So they can uh, I I I think I have faith that they can make any other character they want as interesting. Um they uh, we just got to see if they they actually are going to do it. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I'm sure whatever Ryan Coogler and Kevin Feige and everyone at Marvel Studios figures out will be great. Um, if there's one thing I learned is that I kind of just have to trust what they do because they haven't really let me down yet, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I'm sure it'll be interesting. And the fact that the, the release date is that close to me makes me feel like there's some confidence there. So um, all good news from that front. Um, I guess I should also mention the fact that, you know, uh, there with the four movies this year, there are four movies next year, the last of which 
The title totally surprised me. Um, that is November 11th, 2022, The Marvels. Yeah. Which will feature Carol as Captain Marvel, um, Kamala Khan's Miss Marvel, and then Monica Rambo with whatever title she's going by in this film. Yeah, I uh I I like it. I like it. Yeah, that should be really interesting and seems like it'll be probably be like a really cool like, you know, female-led movie and obviously we'll we'll probably get some indication of um maybe where that story's going with the Miss Marvel show, but super exciting. Wasn't expecting that. I am a little bit concerned because I feel like I would also like a lot of focus on on Carol Danvers as Captain Marvel, but um, we're getting to the point where there's a lot of characters here, and so uh, a lot of the movies are kind of you know they're going to be shared with more than one person. It seems like so, um, not necessarily a bad thing, um, but super excited about that. Yeah. Um, there's two more movies that we have dates for, and those are in 2023, the first of which being Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania coming out on February 17th. Um, so this is the one film that features Kang the Conqueror, which is crazy to me because he is a huge Avengers villain. Yeah. At the same time, I'm also super excited because I love time, um, <laughs> time machine type hijinks. Um, and I feel like Ant-Man and the Wasp, um, the tone of like the comedy of that movie was really good. And I also like it when time travel isn't taken super, super seriously. Um, I thought that they handled it really well. Like the serious tone of the time travel in Avengers Endgame I thought was really well done. Uh, but sometimes they take it too seriously um, and it kind of drives me crazy in movies. And so I, I, I'm looking forward to how they depict that in this movie So. Super excited about that. Um, and then the last one that they gave us a release date for was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 coming out on May 5th, 2023. Yeah. Um, question. Do you think that Kang is going to make his first official appearance in Ant-Man or do you think he's going to make his first official appearance in Loki? because i because i think they're excited for a character that's not going to show well no 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 no. the the reason why (laughs) the reason why is because isn't one of those statues that we see in the loki trailer some form of kang isn't that like confirmed um i i don't know that's a good point i'd have to look that up okay yeah because it's i think like there's like three statues and like the time variance whatever whatever that we see in the trailer. And I could have sworn I saw that one of those was one of the many, many forms of, uh, of Kang the Conqueror. Damn. I hope so. That would, I mean, it makes sense, right? You know, the, the biggest time travel character to be in a movie about time travel. Um, I'm all for it. So yeah, that would be super fun. Um, so overall, those are the 10 movies that they gave us dates for, but at the very end, they just showed us a Fantastic Four logo of just the number four. And I literally lost my shit. So, because you texted that, I would have bet my entire life and all my money 
that we had already seen that exact logo and we already knew this. Like, am I crazy? Hmm. I, I was sure we had seen that logo. Because it looked, it didn't look even remotely new. Like, that didn't even register for me when I watched this. I was like, oh, yeah. And then Fantastic Four. Well, we knew about this. Interesting. Yeah. I don't remember it popping up before. Maybe not. Maybe not. But. I literally, I, I like literally squealed and jumped up and down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I knew, I guess. Oh, yeah. Because I... it's going to be directed by John Watts. Yeah, that's right. We yeah, we had definitely I think it's just we heard that one thing forever ago and then we haven't heard or seen literally even a peep about it since. All right, so oh my gosh. Published December eleventh, twenty twenty, Marvel Studios announces Fantastic Four feature film, John Watts set to direct. There we go. And there's that exact picture. I'm just an idiot. There we yeah. go. <laughs> it was it was the Walt Disney Company's Investor Day presentation. Kevin Feige, right. our Lord and Savior, uh, revealed the studio will bring the, the main screen, and yeah, they have the logo for it. Holy shit! There you go. So it doesn't have a release date yet, but they showed that at the end, and uh, you know, apparently my selective memory from six months ago. Um, I completely forgot that that happened. So I love the Fantastic Four, one of my favorites. So super excited. Yeah, for sure. And I forgot John Watts was directing that. Me, so really that, I definitely forgot that. Yeah, that'll be good. For those that don't know, he directed Spider-Man Far From Home and Spider-Man Homecoming, um, as well as this third one as well. So um, I want to say, so that is 11 movies that are all supposed to be in quote-unquote phase four, which seems like it's bigger than the entire MCU almost. Um, I want to mention everything else that is coming out that we have dates for or have been confirmed to be coming out and we don't have dates for, but things that have been confirmed. So I want to go through and list all of these. So we got Loki coming up on June 11th. We have the animated Marvel Studios What If series, the first season, coming out summer 2021. We have Miss Marvel coming out the fall of this year. And we got Hawkeye coming out the winter of this year or at the end of this year. Um, so the only one that has a strict date there is Loki, but all those are supposed to come out this year. We also know that the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is supposed to come out the holiday season next year. That's another thing that we have kind of a, an idea of a date on. And now beyond that, we have like 10 more things that don't have dates, but I want to read through them all. Uh, Cause these are all confirmed series slash movies. Um, we have blade. Yeah. Moon Knight. She Hulk. Armor Wars. Secret Invasion. Iron Heart. I Am Groot, the animated series, Captain America 4, the Wakanda series, and Deadpool 3. There is so much. <laughs> so much that's coming out. Um, and so it's just uh it's just wild, you know. Uh there's there's gonna be a lot of a lot for us to talk about. There's gonna be a lot of content for the podcast going forward with with not too many breaks. So um we got a lot to look forward to. I mean, if you're trying to look for uh, 
you know, something to occupy your time, <laughs> the MCU is here for you. For sure. Is there anything in particular uh, out of out of all those things I listed, including the ones we have dates for, Eric? Like, what is it you're most hyped for? I'm pretty, I'm pretty hyped for Blade and Moon Knight. Oh yeah. Um, but Moon Knight's gonna be cool. I I'm really excited about Moon Knight. Yeah, especially if I don't know if it's like it's one of those. It's like a rumor, but it's kind of like it's happening, but it's like a rumor that uh fucking what's his face poe dameron is gonna be uh, moon johnny moon knight and uh <laughs> johnny moon knight. yeah and uh um mark specter and um god what is his name that actor oscar isaac I, yeah oscar isaac sorry yeah. I, I didn't realize no, you were no, <laughs> trying no, to figure no, out the no. babe um he's and he's really good so that'll be good but but maybe blade i just i really don't know what i'm what i want to see i want a blade movie in the vein of the old blade movies and i don't think we're gonna get that so i'm i'm not sure how hyped i am for the disney version of a blade movie (laughs) but uh yeah that will be interesting because yeah it's not gonna be you know it's not going to be like the blood rave, I don't think. No, no, I can't imagine. I wish, but I don't see that happening. But I, I but still, I would say, yeah, I would say probably Blade. I mean, all of I'm psyched for all of it except for I don't give a shit about I am Groot. I don't care. I also don't care about the holiday special. Jesus Christ, why? Um, oh, I think that'll be great, dude. I think that'll actually be really fun. Oh man, I, just the idea of it is so offensive to me. I don't even like. I don't <laughs> even want to watch it. Um, oh my gosh! And also, Guardians is is one of those ones where it's like I want to like it more than I do. It's just been that way since the first one, and it's like I don't dislike it. I, I I'm a big fan of the Guardians of the Galaxy, but it's but it's just like like the best guardians of the galaxy movie by far was thor ragnarok in my opinion <laughs> so it's like i don't know yeah you're you're not wrong um you're not wrong but but i mean i'm stoked for all of them though but how about you what's your most anticipated um i will say i agree with you on i am groot i think that's more for kids yeah. but um obviously fantastic four just because i don't yeah, know anything yeah. about it um Thor Love and Thunder is really high up there. I still say Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness just because I loved WandaVision. Um, but of the ones we don't know too much about, I would probably agree with you on Moon Knight. Um, I'm a big Miss Marvel fan, so I'm excited, especially with her outfit uh, kind of being debuted in, in some of those photos this past week. It's been really cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, It'll be really interesting to see how some of these like more event type shows turn out, like Armor Wars and Secret Invasion. Um, I'm interested to see how that really turns out, especially the Secret Invasion piece. Um, and then part of me is really curious how they're going to handle Deadpool 3. And I'm interested yeah, in, in the jokes that are going to happen as we transition from, you know, the Deadpool from Fox to the Deadpool um, owned by Disney and Marvel Studios. I think there's a lot of really good fodder there you know oh yeah uh, for for uh you know deadpool to deliver so i'm really excited about that yeah um my one big question to you eric is 
how disappointed are you that there's absolutely no X-Men talk whatsoever? I mean, I'm disappointed, but like, it's not because it's not going to be there. They just, ha- they just aren't talking about it yet. Like if there, I will shoot myself in the foot. If there isn't an X-Men movie by 2023 or, or I, I, sorry, let me rephrase, not necessarily an X-Men movie, but a movie featuring a, a, a mutant from the X-Men um there's just no way there's just such a massive 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 property that uh there's just no way they're just gonna sit on it for a few more years like they they're actively developing shit for sure i would hope that they would that they would have something by the end of that year um i would almost think that they might do a disney plus show first that would infuriate Um, me really i I hope they don't do that uh, it just seems like the type of show, like, X-Men seems better serialized to me because there's so many fucking characters. Yeah, but I don't know. I guess I'm still, to be honest, like, uh, like, I don't want this to come off, like, negative, but I, I know there's a lot of talk online about, like, how good all the TV costumes have been and how, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you you people have just forgotten how good the costumes and shit in the movies are like they don't compare they they just fucking don't i don't i think the scarlet witch one does for sure okay i'll give you the scarlet witch one but like i just think falcon and the winter soldier kind of brought the bar down. yeah but white vision was also weird and it's like and also it's like the the again like i get wandavision was very good and people loved it front to back but it's like it just wasn't the same like it's not it's not it's not as neither one of these series to me i I have not enjoyed either one of these series as much as i've enjoyed even like the low to mid-tier movies damn dude so i i don't know it's like wandavision to me is like easily top tier but uh i yeah i mean obviously i know you didn't like it as much as i did um but i I, everything you just said applies to me for falcon and the winter soldier yeah 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 yeah. and it's like i'm just Um, i'm just skeptical like these are very good for tv but there's still a content no matter how much there's still a gap between best tv quality and best movie quality best movie quality is just always going to be better than best tv quality it, like it just is so yeah so i i, I unless want... you're jeff bezos's lord of the rings series which apparently is <laughs> like a, a gajillion dollars per episode yeah and guess but... what you heard it here first that series is gonna suck and nobody's gonna like it uh <laughs> i really hope not but i kind of agree <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh oh man yeah that's yeah that's a rough that's a rough bet to make but um uh, yeah maybe it'll be good but yeah, I don't know. That's my I forgot even the question, but that was my answer. No, it's the X-Men and when That's we're going to see right, the X-Men. Yeah. No, I I want a movie. I want a movie. I want a movie. Yeah, no, I totally get that. Okay, let's let's jump over um unless is there anything else you want to talk about related to the trailer that we saw or any of these upcoming shows before we talk about just some quick news items. No, let's uh let's jump into the news. All right, the first one um, I thought it was really interesting. So, um, Spider-Man No Way Home. So, 
rumors all over the place about the multiverse and characters from other series being in this uh, this movie. I think the big prominent one being Tobey Maguire. Um, but there is also a lot of rumors that Andrew Garfield, who played Peter Parker in the Amazing Spider-Man films, um, would also be in the movie. And so uh, Josh Horowitz uh, has a podcast called the Happy, Sad, Confused podcast. Um, and he started asking Andrew Garfield about him possibly returning for the Spider-Man film. And <laughs> and basically what happened was Andrew Garfield just started cutting him off. And he's like, there isn't anything to ruin. I had to quickly cut you off. There's nothing to ruin. It's so crazy. Dude, it's fucking hilarious to me. I do have this Twitter account, and I see how often Spider-Man is trending and it's people freaking out about a thing. I wish I could speak to everyone and just say, I, re I recommend that you chill. Um, <laughs> uh, he said, I can't speak for anything else but myself. They might be doing something, but I ain't got a call. Uh, and then Horowitz is like, he was like, I want a, defin a definitive yes or no answer. And he's like, I feel like, I haven't I just said that? I, didn't, I did not get a call. I would have gotten a call by now. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to ruin anything. Maybe they're going to call me and say, hey, people want this. Maybe it's a market research thing, but he's he's flat out denying that he has any involvement in this movie whatsoever. Yeah, I will. I, I don't know how to take this because it's. Josh Horowitz gave him the opportunity to say, no, I'm not in this movie. And he did. He very clearly didn't say that. Yeah, um, whenever people don't just give a yes or no answer, it's I'm always, always sketchy. Yeah, it's all if, if anybody ever says you, you, like you're implying that you didn't do this so just say no i didn't do this and if they still don't say it i would say 99.9% .9 of the time they fucking did that shit so like and 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 let me just say too that we also know we know alfred bellina is returning as dr octopus mm -hmm. from toby mcguire's spider-man but we also know that jamie, jamie fox is returning as electro which he was in Al uh, andrew garfield's films so yeah but um, also i still don't the way he said, I recommend everybody chill. That felt very real to me because that's like, that seems like something he would say of like, look, people are going to be very disappointed by this. Uh, so, so I do feel like maybe if he is in the movie, maybe it's like uh, for like two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I also think like, okay, so thinking about Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, right? They had that different version of Spider-Man from the different dimension. Um, if they were to do something similar in this movie, maybe they just decided to use Tobey Maguire. If they do do that, like they don't need both of them. No, but I think they do though. I, I think it, it, it's, it's for sure. Neither one or both. I don't think there's any reality where it's just Toby. That would be the Damn. biggest slap in the face to Andrew Garfield and the fans like me who really liked the amazing spider-man films despite their flaws uh but like f f honestly fuck that like if they do that fuck them i will be so oh mad. my gosh i will be so I mad i think it's a possibility for sure i don't think i i don't i really don't think it is a possibility though i think there's no reality where they would only do toby because who the fuck cares about toby mcguire do people really like uh, toby mcguire spider-man 2 is still considered like one of the greatest superhero yes movies ever but made. not because of toby mcguire <laughs> like toby mcguire was not a great spider-man he was fine 
he was maybe great at the time because he was the only superhero to ever be on screen. <laughs> so what I always tell people and what I think is genu genuinely considered like the public opinion is um yeah, Toby and Toby's the great Peter and Andrew's Peter. the great Spider-Man, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, whatever, but I don't think Toby Maguire is really a good actor in anything, so it's like... Hasn't been in much recently, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. But, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I like, I'm having trouble even, even imagining them having the absolute balls. There's been three Spider-Men total... And for some reason, they would just completely cut one out. For that would be insane. That that would be insane to do. There's I'm no way thinking, they're gonna do that. I, I totally got like while you were just talking, I was just thinking of Tobey Maguire and Robert Downey Jr.'s fake trailer in front of Tropic Thunder, in which they're gay priests that fall in love together. <laughs> yeah. And I just got so distracted. Oh man. Forgive me, Father Five Sinned. All right, let's move on. Um, so the cast of Thor Love and Thunder, they are filming right now in the Outback, and uh, they were just all spotted hanging out with Sasha Baron Cohen, Oh, which is leading to a lot of speculation that he might be appearing in the film in some capacity. I would absolutely love that. So would I. So for those who don't know, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, famous for playing Borat. Um, that's what he's most well known for. Um, and Taika Waititi actually shared an update today saying they got four weeks left on the film. Um, he can see the light at the end of the tunnel. It might be the best Marvel film ever. <laughs> I'm sure he said that very tongue-in-cheek, <laughs> yeah. uh, knowing him. Um, but um, they were all eating dinner with Sasha Baron Cohen, um, who is not from Australia. Um, so would be really interesting if he showed up in that film. Yeah, yeah, I, I love that. He's a he's a great actor, so would be super exciting. Um, this next piece really kind of uh, whoo! It tested my faith a little bit, Eric. It tested my faith <laughs> a little bit. It has been revealed by our Lord and Savior Kevin Feige that Doctor Strange was originally going to appear in WandaVision in the finale. Yeah, and he said. Some people might say, oh, it would have been cool to see Doctor Strange, uh, but it would have taken away from Wanda. Um, so that's what Kevin Feige was explaining, uh, why they altered some plans he, uh, to have Doctor Strange show up in the finale. He said, we didn't want the end of the show to be commoditized, well, it's a weird word, commoditized, to go to the next movie. Here's the white guy. Let me show you how your power works. Um, and so... They took him out of the end, and apparently also all the mysterious commercials that aired in each episode were initially conceived as Doctor Strange sending messages to Wanda in an attempt to break through to her make-believe reality. So that would have been really fucking cool. Yeah, I think I think they got to get the this mindset of like this all needs to be self-contained is going to hold them back. Like we're so fucking far past that. Like why wouldn't it makes less sense that Dr. Strange wouldn't be in WandaVision. Like, like she can still be a strong female protagonist. Right, of course. And he can still help. Of her. course. Of course. All, so, all he said was our writers weren't smart enough to make that work. 
Like that's what that that's what that tells me. And I Which is wild. Yeah, like which is they wild. need to figure out ways if they can get the contracts figured out. These characters need to start showing up even in minor roles. Like it doesn't make any fucking sense that nobody came to help Sam and Bucky in New York. Everybody's in New York. Nobody came to help them when a terrorist organization was like shit was going down. Nobody. Yeah, attacking some like global group of politicians. Sharon Carter came from across the fucking ocean, but you, but you, Spider-Man didn't swing by. Like it doesn't, it just doesn't make any sense. And eventually, when more and more and more and more of these characters get introduced, and all of them live in New York, spoiler alert, it's gonna start being harder and harder and harder and harder to believe that they don't interact literally all the fucking time and it's like this mindset of like and i do get it and i agree it's like yeah if you bring in dr strange at the end to save the day sure then what was the point of the show but like there are ways to include that character that makes sense and it's like i don't know i feel like i i understand the their thought process here and I do not agree. Yeah, I I am with you. It, it would have been really, it just would have made sense. Let's just keep it that yeah. way. It, it would have made sense, and um, you could have done both of those things and and not have the you know here's a white guy saving the day syndrome. You know he should have just shown up and been like, hey, you know, what the fuck? Because have, Loki have shows Wanda up for two seconds on him, like which she yeah. clearly could have. It's like. There's so many things you could do. Yeah, I agree. This was a hard one to read, um, but I guess uh, you win some, you lose some. So, Um, I think the next thing I have here is that uh, it was a Disney thing. This is the last little bit I had. Um, Disney has unveiled their first footage. I don't know if you saw this of what they call their real lightsaber in action. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a short clip that's basically used to promote the upcoming Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser um, attraction at Disney World, and there's a girl kind of dressed up in clothes that look like Ray, but she's not Ray, and she kind of turns around and like lights this lightsaber, and and the blade comes out and it looks like a real lightsaber which is kind of crazy um what what do you think of this eric look it's cool they overhyped the fuck out of it though um like people were talking about it like it was going to be indistinguishable from a real life lightsaber and it's not that i mean the hilt is enormous comically large way larger than a normal lightsaber hilt oh yeah it kind of is huh and the ignition is just like like really slow (laughs) like so slow it's awkward um and it looks good i didn't realize how big it was yeah it's huge i'm looking at it now. it's huge and like the ignition of the blade is too slow and it's like and it's very it's cool like it it's cool whatever they're doing there it looks cool but it's like this is the beta i don't want to see the beta they should have they should have refined this like one more generation and i bet it would be incredible but uh 
So like I'm like super fine with how it looks in like this video, but like I guarantee you the moment this thing starts moving, yeah, I bet it gets real, real wonky, real totally, fast, totally. And so that that's interesting, and also just like, do we have to like align this up with some 2022 release of some attraction at a Disney park? Um, I don't know. It's yeah, it's I just let me like buy it now and check it out or something or just don't mention yeah i just don't it's not worth the hype they're trying to create for it at all yeah yeah agree agree all right that was my news eric did you have anything else that you wanted to discuss this no mine was going to be the lightsaber thing oh and uh bad batch is out cool have you watched any no, of it? No, I mean, I, I, I'm going to, though. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll watch the first. I guess the first thing is like an hour and 15 minute long like intro episode. So I'll give that a try. I'm sure that'll be pretty good. But um, Nice. Yeah, but I'll, I'll, I'll report back when, I, when and if I do. I love it. All right. I wanted to bring up, um, we had some fans reach out. Um, we had over the, over the last several weeks. Um, and... Uh, we had a comment on Twitter yesterday from our friend uh, David who said that um, he said, I maybe misheard this, but did you chaps go through all of the MCU movies? If you did, is it in podcast form? I love the show uh, and listening to it while I do my postman rounds, which is awesome. Uh, That's thanks amazing. for the shout out. We had a couple other people reach out in the past, past asking about the season one episodes. We're kind of in season two right now. Um, and so um, just to give some background, before Avengers Endgame came out, um, that's when this podcast started uh, and, and the Infinity Watch was formed is we we would watch uh, every single Marvel movie leading up to the release of Avengers Endgame. And that was the purpose of this podcast. Um, we have since archived all those episodes and they're not available to listen to uh, any longer. But what we're going to be doing is when we have little gaps in between um, the series and the movies that are coming uh, that are coming out. We're going to start going through some of the films again. So, um, looking at the uh, the schedule for the next few weeks, we're going to try and talk about the movies not in chronological order anymore, but but when they have some relevance to something that's coming out. So, um, you know, as we said last week, um, after this week we have a one week break. Um, after you know about 20 weeks worth of of marvel studios content which has been crazy after a whole year without it um so we'll break next week the following week which is uh may 24th we will talk about the amazon prime series invincible based off of the comic by robert kirkman so that first season is now out so go check that out so that by the time we get to the 24th you can hear us talk about invincible and then the following week uh on may 31st um, or 30th, I don't know if it's the 31st. Um, we will go over Thor, Thor, the dark world and Thor Ragnarok all in one episode. Um, and this is kind of just in, in preparation for Loki coming out. We're going to talk about that a bit since obviously he's in all of those films, but we want to go through the Thor, the three existing Thor movies and, and kind of, uh, talk through those as we talk through all these episodes. So that's kind of what's coming up in the next few weeks. And then, uh, once we get into June, we'll be talking Loki since that'll be the next series to come out there. Yeah. yeah. All right. And before we go, obviously we're not doing recommendations this week. We just did them. Um, unless you had something special, Eric, uh, I guess mine is kind of a recommendation. 
I guess I take that back. Um, but there's a, there's a story involved. So um, years ago, um, there was – I'm, I'm really hype on, on like books that you know show the art of uh, how things are made and stuff like that. And so um, back in 2018, uh, when this podcast started too, um, there was a book that was going to come out that was called The Story of Marvel Studios, The Making of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And it's this huge slip cover with two big, huge books in it. Um, and this was, this was, you know, uh, available on Amazon and a few other websites to pre-order. And it was supposed to be talking about the first 10 years of the Marvel Studios. So I went to my Amazon. I pre-ordered this on July 19th, 2018. <laughs> it's been almost three years. Okay. And then they canceled the book because a bunch of stuff changed. And now it's back up. And it's supposed to release on October 19th of this year. But now it's a lot more money than what I bought it for. But I'm like, I'm probably like one of five people that had it pre-ordered in their Amazon and didn't cancel it yet. So I've been holding on to this pre-order for three years. Wow. I hope it still comes out in October. But check this out. There's not too many details on it, but you can go on Amazon. It's called The Story of Marvel Studios, The Making of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It looks very in line with kind of the art of the movie type books, um, but it looks super cool. It is $135 right now on Amazon, um, which is expensive. But if you look at it, it looks like really high quality if you're into like the kind of, uh, you know, coffee table type book thing. Um, but I just I completely forgot about this. I was looking through my pending orders on Amazon and this thing popped up and I was like, oh, my God, I made this order three years ago and I'm still waiting for it. <laughs> Um, so we'll, we'll see if that ends up showing up at some point, but with all this talk about the MCU and, and, you know, uh, going through all these movies, it, it reminded me of this and I wanted to share that. So, yeah, that's, that's unbelievable. I did not realize that Amazon allowed three year long pre-orders. <laughs> well, we'll see if it stays. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. They're like, this guy got this for like half off. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's called so. beating the system. Hell yeah, it is. That's um, anything to recommend, Eric, this week? Uh, no, no, nothing to recommend. I guess go watch the Bad Batch if you care. Um, yeah. So for so this will be coming out next week. But for listeners, we're recording this like two days after we recorded the the last episode that you heard. So that's that's why uh, I'm not a goddamn machine. I don't consume. I don't consume that much content. I can't recommend. You would not recommend. You can't recommend uh, regular ass Mountain Dew. (laughs) Yes, that that's true. I'll put that. I'll put that in at the end so people uh, stick around to understand that reference. (laughs) I love it. Oh yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, you just take a listen to what I had to say. Uh, I went through a whole process of trying to guess what you were eating. Um, All right. When you hear us next, it'll be. The week of May 24th, we'll be talking Invincible. So if you haven't watched Invincible, uh, check it out. First season's out. Highly recommend it. We will be going through the first season. It's available on Amazon Prime. Um, So stay tuned for that. And if you want to reach out to us, uh, like many of you already have, tweet at Infinity Rewatch or shoot us an email at theinfinitywatchpodcast at gmail.com. And we will leave you with Stan Lee here just telling you to fuck the millionaires. Fuck them good. Oh, the millionaire. Oh, fuck. Fuck the billionaires. (laughs) Did I say millionaires? (laughs) 
Oh, that turned into a kind of. The yeah, I don't know what bit. mine was either. Hey, brother. <laughs> you gotta. I think the, the only way to do Stan Lee is you have to start with a Stan Lee here. Stan, <laughs> mine's so bad. Yeah, like with every single accent I do, I always have to have a phrase that gets yes, me into the mindset yes. of it. And so, Stan Lee here. I can't do it. I need to listen <laughs> to my old voice. I haven't done it in years. Yeah. Um, oh man. R.I.P. Stan Lee. Yeah. Um, but for real though, shit, fuck the yep. billionaires. Fuck them all. Yep. Fuck them. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> you know you're a rich-ass part of the patriarchy when you get food dropped off at your house while speaking on a podcast. What do you think you got? Like Thai food? Thai food and uh, chicken wings? Uh, five guys? What what food would Eric get? Um, I bet it's like something fancy. It's probably like... Uh, it's probably like like a Japanese Mexican fusion restaurant or something weird that uh, we wouldn't consider. Um, hmm. Or a sushi. He, he got sushi, didn't he? He probably got like some, some fancy sushi uh, spring rolls. I'm really interested to see. I'm trying to think what else. I don't know what Eric would normally eat here. My, my, uh, my bet it's something Asian. Uh, Asian or Asian inspired or Asian fusion of some sort. Um, so if I'm right, then I, I, I guess I don't win anything, but also DoorDash or Uber Eats. Which one are we doing here? Grubhub. I'm going to say DoorDash Asian inspired. Yo, they I've been talking for the last like three minutes. Okay, I need to know which service you used and what food you got. DoorDash and just Taco Bell. I just Oh shit. Why? I I I said DoorDash Asian inspired type restaurant. Ah. Nah, just Taco Bell. I didn't want to spend a bunch of money. But I will tell you this, I ordered Baja Blast and they just gave me normal Mountain Dew like I'm some kind of fucking pleb. So Jesus. Yeah, so they can gargle me.